0: is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5
1: FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, good Wednesday afternoon. The sun is back out. It's nice to have it here on uh, now a crisp autumn day here in Bellingham and Whatcom County. Great to have you with us on our open lines, open topic program, KGMI Connects. We hope you'll join us and. Take the discussion any way you want to take it. Any direction, whatever topic you want to bring up is super fine with me and with the rest of us. We're a community here (laughs) and we're glad you're with us. 360-676-5464 is our phone number as always. And we're gonna have a guest today to start things out, but uh, coming up from Friday, we're gonna talk homelessness and housing. Got a couple of guests uh, coming in, including one who uh, recently ran for mayor, did not make it through the primary, but he uh, got some thoughts on uh, how we can help our homeless community and help that issue in general. But uh, be interesting discussion, I think. That's coming up on Friday. But as every day, every day is interesting here on KGMI Connects. If you ask me, my most humble opinion. I have to say, the county council last night uh Voted three to three, with one abstention, so deadlocked on a proposed moratorium on uh, okaying new industrial uh, projects on uh, on county land, and this was um, prompted by uh, the metal shredder that's uh, planned for or proposed for property that's zoned for heavy industrial, as I understand, just uh, west of w- of Bellingham. Uh, there along Marine Drive by the old cement plant, I guess, where that, that smokestack still stands tall. And uh, neighbors had objected to this and the old issue of truck traffic and noise at the waterfront. And, 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 and I guess I'm departing from many of my liberal brethren who uh, I know the the more liberal members of our county council voted in favor of this moratorium, Uh, The more conservative members voted against the moratorium. I I, I just think you can't be against everything. And we need jobs. Otherwise, what, are we just going to be a bedroom community that you you, you don't work here, I guess, unless you're in a service job? At at a certain point, we need to uh, have some of these industries here. We don't want to allow everything, but... You know, a rice recycling uh, operation seems to kind of fit in with our ethos here, uh, our sustainability, our, our, our idea of sustainability. And some may be put out by some noise, but, I, you know, a heavy industrial zone, isn't that where this kind of thing's supposed to go? And I know people would say, well, how would you like this next door to you? Well, I wouldn't, but I, you know, don't live in a, area that's next to a place that's or a spot that's zoned for heavy industrial use but just some thoughts there and if you got thoughts on that or whatever give us a call kgmi connects 360-676-5464 we got a number of folks on the line already and uh well rich in ferndale gets us rolling he's got some thoughts on this hi rich how's it going today joe all right how are you doing? Well, oh, you sounded.
2: You better. I'm doing good. You better check your temperature. You're sounding conservative there. I couldn't believe it.
1: Oh, I'm not. I, and I, I, I object to that. You don't have to call me names now. No, I'm kidding. No, 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 it's not. But, but I, you know, I think there's a certain point. Yeah. And I, I just tell a quick tale of, uh, of uh, I i knew this, this person, uh, and I know. I still know her. Uh, but she's active in the in the in the environmental community here. And I remember if maybe you remember just a number of years back, not that long, maybe 10 years or something, there was a plan to ship logs out of the water from the waterfront, you know, logging operation. And yeah. they'd barge these logs, I think maybe even over to Asia or something to, to mill them. And, and she was a part of this group. They're going to go protest this. And I was like, that sounds like a pretty clean industry, some jobs and, I mean, what you can't protest against everything, is what I said at the time.
2: Well, that's a good thought. I wish everybody thought that. You know, recycling is important. And I'm sure we have noise ordinances and odor ordinances. They're not going to be grinding metal at 3 in the morning, I wouldn't think. They have to abide by all kinds of city rules. And mm-hmm. I did some reading on this thing. It's going to be completely covered. So rainwater is not going to wash toxic chemicals into the ocean or anything like that. Everything's going to be indoors and dry. So most all the concerns that people raise, I think, will be taken into consideration, and it's not going to be some horrific, noisy, smoky, polluting, horrible, end-of-days thing. It's recycling. Yeah. So these people got reminded of that. They call it a shredder. See, the terminology is a little bit negative. Shredder is like a negative word, breaking things. It should be recycling.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: But. It will be good. And,
1: well, and I've heard, I've seen some of the arguments on social media. Oh, it's you know, they're it's a Canadian company. They're going to be bringing their Canadian cars down here. Well, I mean, you know, I junk, junk cars are junk cars wherever wherever they come from. Yeah, maybe. I hope
2: we could sell straight to them. That would really help the scrap prices. I know Z yeah. Recycling and Parberry and Northwest Recycling. They haul it down to Tacoma or on the Fraser River up in Vancouver. You see the scrap Mm -hmm. trucks go every day. And if we had our own shredder here, and we were able to retail, sell to them, like down there, people do bring stuff that are within 50 miles. People bring pickup loads of appliances and old cars, Mm -hmm. and it's a better price. So if it was possible to sell scrap direct to these people, it would really help the price here too, I think. Yeah. It would be an incentive to help recycle. So yeah, it's okay. We gotta we gotta have jobs, and why not do it high tech and clean and the best we can do, and we can therefore be a model to other recycling places. Hey, look how clean it is here. Look how we do it. This this right. works good. There's no runoff. There's no emissions.
1: Exactly. You know, I think yeah. a, as long as they stick to that, and and we do have the regulations in place, it seems to me to to make sure that the you know uh, an operation like this is done the right way, and it just makes sense to me. I yeah. and we want a working waterfront. I I, I don't think i've ever heard anybody oh, say good. that we don't want that so yeah
2: right. i got another question for you if you got two seconds sure did you hear about the quote-unquote insurrection here about a week ago a capitol building was occupied and protested inside by pro palestinian demonstrators did you hear that on the news at all
1: was that on in olympia
2: no 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 uh, uh, in dc oh in dc no. Yes, Wednesday afternoon, which would be a little over a week ago. Okay. Yeah, and it was they had. There's a picture and everything of these people holding up signs. The Cannon Building, they call it. It's a house, I don't know, office building. It's like, wow, people got in. They had signs, and what if they had a, I don't know, what if they had a bomb vest or something, you know? But see, okay. Guess guess where I found this? It wasn't on CNN or MSNBC. Where? It was the Fox Fox News thing. Fox DC five and. Washington D.C. Okay. online alert from anything. So that's and it's no airtime. I think I, I'll send you a link again. It's an interesting little read, and the the scary part is why haven't we heard about it? Well, because it's not right people protesting; it's left people protesting, and that kind of gets a pass. It seems like.
1: Well, uh, I uh, okay. Well, I'll look so, into it, and because I'll I'll admit I have not heard of this, so I'll check it out and see how, yeah, how it horrible this was. And okay. Yeah. Okay. Talk to you later, Joe. Thanks, Rich. Uh, let's see. Let's go to our friend Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Before I talk about the new speaker of the House, I thought I thought I'd make uh,
3: the audience uh, smile as much as possible. Okay. Uh, heard a talk show guy today talk about a bunch of you know unfortunately really uneducated young people. Marching in New York with a big banner that read Queers for Palestine. Well, he said, I couldn't stop laughing. He said, You might as well have marched with a banner that said Chickens for KFC, <laughs> you know, because in most Muslim countries in the world, I don't know if it's all of them, but it's most of them uh, that I know of uh gay people are um often uh punished with execution. And, you know, that's just uh one reason why I've never visited a Muslim country. I wouldn't dare to, dare take the chance, you know, being a gay woman, you know, and it's just but anyway, okay. I thought that was pretty funny. Okay. You know, Chickens for KSC. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it just tickled my funny bar <laughs> i I just hate to see young people being so uneducated. Um anyway, uh what I wanted to say was this fellow Mike Johnson from Louisiana um member of the freedom caucus i believe um he seems pretty far right but he also is a very good speaker um i don't mean that as a pun i mean he literally is a good speaker um and i suspect that some some of the people today were attacking him for votes he took quite a while ago, such as eight years ago when he voted against single-sex marriage, same-sex marriage. And, of course, we've learned since then that the institution of marriage was not affected at all by that. Right. I mean – there uh-huh. is no gay person I've ever met, and being gay myself, I've met lots of gay women and some gay men, I've never met a gay person who would have been happy in a marriage with a straight person, and I probably never met a straight person who would have been happy with a gay person, unless neither one of them cared at all about uh, sexual relations. There but you go. Anyway, <laughs> Which happens, um, I guess, in You never relations. know yeah. in this world of ours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so I don't want to criticize uh, Mr. Johnson for something he said eight years ago, and when we have learned a lot since then, and I, I find that most I would you know even though I'm not a Trump fan, never have been, and you know sometimes he just drives me nuts. Um, I don't disagree with everything he did. Mostly, I appreciated how he controlled the border, but I I just felt to uh, the southern border, you know. But I just felt that um, I mean, in the last few years, and especially now with this incredible idiocy of supporting you know, Hamas of all, it's one thing to support a two state solution or to have idealistic opinions about all people, but there's no way in the world you can support animal butchers like Hamas and, you know, have any sense of humanity at all. But anyway, um, I, I think that, that it's probably better. He, he got almost every Republican vote, all but one or two, I think. And he, um, I think he probably did he get them all. I okay. Think so yeah. Yeah, well, they have 222 technically, but I know there's a couple of vacancies. I'm mm-hmm. not quite sure where they are. But anyway, he um hopefully uh anybody who's, you know, literate and and intelligent, and he seems that way. Whether you agree with him or not on everything. I think anybody, it's good that we have a speaker now that, that uh, our Congress can get back in gear, hopefully. And, you know, I mean, all of us disagreed at one time or another in recent years with what Congress has done. There's been all kinds of protests of various kinds. But my point is, without a speaker, the country's pretty well powerless. And right. we, we really needed one. And, and um, so I'm glad to see that got done, and I'm glad to see the Republicans come Came to their senses in that regard, um, but I, I would, you know, as much as I hate to think about it, I am so so appalled by the extreme lefties in this country, especially in the last few years. Just utterly appalled that I probably, even though I hate to say it, will probably drive John and Ferndale insane. But I think I'd vote for Trump ahead of any extreme lefty. I'm not talking about a routine lefty. I'm talking okay. about you know people like uh, you know Rashida Talib who's uh, you know hates Jews and and Ilhan Omar and a lot of other extreme lefties that are beyond belief. Okay, and you well, know I don't I, think, would, I don't think uh, we'll
1: see them on the presidential ballot. But uh, no,
3: no, right. I don't think okay. so either. I'm not worried about that, but I'm just saying that that okay. you know I hope we never see an extreme. Marxist or communist lefty or you know extremist of any kind and I, that okay. applies to extreme right too but anyway just to, just that that's just what i wanted to say thanks joe thanks
1: michelle appreciate it and we'll take a quick break we got uh, tim jim bruce on the line we'll get to all of them and to you as well here on kg my connect 3606765464
4: looking to improve your comfort and save money start with your home's largest energy consumer your heating and cooling system hi i'm brad Barron, ceo of Barron and heating, AC, electrical, and plumbing with a check-all-the-boxes solution, the Daikin Fit Enhanced Heat Pump. This compact, all-electric system utilizes energy-saving inverter technology to efficiently heat your home in winter and keep it cool during the summer. Delivering year-round comfort, the Daikin Fit Enhanced Heat Pump is environmentally friendly, exceptionally quiet, and maintains consistent temperatures. Plus, you can save up to 30% with the 25 c tax credit. Right now, Barron's same-as-cash offer allows you to make a difference with no out-of-pocket expense. Pay no interest and make no payments for 12 months. Lock in 2023's prices and pay nothing until next year. Save energy, save money, pay later. Why wait? Call Barron today about the innovative Daikin Fit enhanced heat pump. Barron, your full-service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives.
5: Hi,
6: this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866-733-5111.
1: Joe in here, and I want to invite you to join KGMI on a once-in-a-lifetime adventure with Bel Air Tours and Adventures next June. You'll spend six incredible days in Boston, Cape Cod, and all the surrounding islands. It's KGMI's Cape Cod and the Islands tour with our own Diana Herlich. Learn more about it this week. Two free, informative meetings happening this Wednesday and Thursday. Join Bel Air Tours and KGMI at 6.30 Wednesday night at the Barkley Village Jalapenos Restaurant in Bellingham and at 6.30 Thursday night at Rustler's Front Street Grill in Linden. The KGMI, Cape Cod, and the Islands Tour. Discover where Paul Revere started his famous midnight ride. Visit Martha's Vineyard and Nantucket Island. This is a bucket list trip led by a professional guide with plenty of time for exploring on your own. Join KGMI and Bel Air Tours for a free informational evening. 6.30 Wednesday at Barkley Jalapenos in Bellingham and 6.30 Thursday in Linden at Rustler's Front Street Grill. Details at KGMI.com.
7: The Mysterious, the Obscure,
1: the Strange. What was it that you saw
8: back in 1993 when you wrote Forbidden Archaeology? Hear about
0: it all on Coast to Coast. The ancient Sanskrit writings spoke of a very ancient human
9: presence on this planet going back millions of years, all the way back to the very beginning of the history of Earth.
0: Every night at 10 p.m. and beyond on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thank you to with us
1: here on this Wednesday afternoon. Let's go to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce.
0: Hi,
8: Joe. Yeah, I'd like to comment on the uh, heavy industrial uh, 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 decision. Okay. I agree with it, although I, I live in Laurel, but I'm still concerned about Bellingham and economic development wage, uh, jobs that'll pay for homes and families. Uh, Uh, you know, everybody can't be a Uber driver or, or, uh, uh, work in a convenience store. These are good paying jobs. And I'm just happy that the council, whoever voted against that, uh, uh, agreement, uh, uh, putting it down. Uh, I'm just happy that they did what they did. Now all we got to do, I think, in Bellingham, is defeat the Greenways Levy because that's another probably about a, another two hundred dollars tax increase for the average home in Bellingham, and we still might be in, going into uh, a recession. So you know, I mean, I I, I think this uh, uh, these liberals should be happy with the agencies. That uh, have to uh, approve of these uh, large corporations and their uh, 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 corporate plans in the city limits, uh, and rely on on these agencies to approve or disapprove them. They they are democratic, so you know uh, they should have confidence in those things to do what they're intended to to do, and that is uh, protect the, uh, the environment and, uh, and, uh, increase the tax revenues
1: for the city. Okay. So, uh, but so, so more factories, fewer parks is, uh, I, I think, I think we, we've got enough parks. Okay. All right. Well, all right. All right. Thanks, Bruce. Of course, the, the, the Greenway's lovely I believe, is in, within the city of Bellingham, so I don't think you yeah, it, it would be yeah, yeah, it is. subject to that. Okay, thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Let's see. Let's go to uh, Michael in Bellingham. Hi, Michael. Hi, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Uh, yeah, the
9: reason I'm calling is just a response to, I guess, um, the criticism that I have of media in general, okay. uh, mainstream media. And, um, I, d- I, don't typically, I, when I drive in the car, I listen to KGMI quite a bit. So, you know, I hear, uh, Lars and Dennis and, and the, uh, the guys in the morning
7: uh-huh.
9: and basically I, I never hear, I, I rarely hear any balance. It's typically, uh, everything kind of gets couched in a black white good bad, uh, and liberals are typically bad, just like your last caller sort of was pointing out, and conservatives are good, and um, Israel is good, and Palestinians are bad, and mm-hmm. that that sort of thing that that um, just um, is is never ending and constant, so. What I um, want, want to present to you and to listeners is that really at bottom line here, we're talking about humanity. We're talking about people who are—some people are good, some people are bad, um, of all races, religions, cultures. And um, we need to take care and concern for the, just the escalation and the ongoing cycle of violence and see if we can find some some way to uh slow it down end it and um ceasefires in this particular situation is certainly uh called for at this point
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's a and, and i agree uh, that uh to just generalize even about I, and i know hamas is not uh it's not an, an organization that is um, that has any will play any role, I guess, in a peaceful resolution to what's happening in the Middle East and what has been going on and will continue. Uh, but at the same time, to say every Hamas, uh, <laughs> every every bit. I, well, I was just reading an article about uh, one of the, the women who were released, one of the hostages who were released. There was a woman in her 80s who spoke publicly yesterday, and mm-hmm. she talked about how she was treated and. And I'm not saying that this makes Hamas in any way uh, an uh, ad- admirable organization, but she said they they took care of them. There were doctors that checked on the, the 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 hostages and made sure they had their right medications. They fed them the same as they fed the the guards that were watching them. Um, uh, and so I, Hamas is a is a awful organization that unfortunately is in control of this this segment of the Palestinian population and uh will do nothing but uh, try to create um the uh, you know chaos and dis- discord there in that part of the world but um that there are people that are involved in that that side of the struggle that are doing what they can to alleviate at least some suffering i i'm you know i'm just kind of rambling now but i, I yeah, I can kind of, I I get what you're saying. I, I is what I'm trying well, to say.
9: Well, and and here's one of the more important things that I want to say is that, um, it, it's it's it, it, the United Nations uh, Secretary General just came out, and and his quote. And I'll quote that uh, for you. <clears throat> he said, "It is important to also recognize the attacks by Hamas did not happen in a vacuum." And he certainly came out in an appalling uh, um, statement about what Hamas did. But he said, as a part of his statement, he said that it did not happen in a vacuum. And and the um, U.N. special rapporteur um, also said that uh, her quote was, these effects are but a small symptom of the epic failure of the international community to address decades of Israel's illegality, impunity, and end its forever occupation. Um, in the in the territories in the West Bank, uh, occupied territories, the the militias they have created militias of the settlers that have been armed with automatic weapons. Um, you know, without going into details on that. But this has been this ongoing, relentless, I I have, I have been watching uh, pretty closely what happens in, in Palestine, uh, Israel, Palestine, for decades, and been there myself. And it's, it's, uh, I can see a people that is, are oppressed and don't have any given any hope and the end result of that eventually comes to to violence and um well that's and and what I yeah it, that,
1: and that and that <laughs> that that sense of hopelessness I think is a good part of what gives strength to an organization like Hamas um yeah people see that as uh, okay that that they they'll 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 protect us or they'll lash out against those who are oppressing us but all right. Well, you know, I don't know if you know the answer
9: to this, Joe. But as far as I understand, and I, and I could be wrong, that the election of Hamas took place in 2006. Now, I I don't know. And I'm I'm I would put money on it that that the people living in Gaza don't have some sort of a nice electoral system like we have on an annual basis, where they can constantly vote for who represents them, but I, don't, I, th- I,
1: so, I yeah. don't
9: think that that Hamas is the militant arm of Hamas is necessarily uh, got the approval of all of the people who live in Palestine, but um, I, okay. I wish I could speak to that more clearly. But
1: uh, All right. Well, Michael, um, I appreciate your thoughts. Definitely. And we got okay. All right. I we well, you to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Uh, we will get to Tim and Jim and uh, John's on the line. We want to hear from you, too. 360-676-5464. Back in
5: just a moment. Bullying. It's a real problem. Studies show nationwide over 20% of students experience bullying on a daily basis at school or on social media. Don't be a bystander. Become an upstander. Someone who takes action. It only takes one person to make a big difference. When bystanders become. Upstanders. It not only helps the targets of bullying, it also shows other bystanders how to take action to prevent or address bullying. A great place to start is the website StopBullying.gov, where you can learn how to recognize bullying and how to stop it.
10: Join Cascade Radio Group and Dewey Griffin Subaru in the fight against bullying. Become an upstander. Take action to prevent bullying. Thinking about a new Subaru? Stop by Dewey Griffin Subaru and check out the new 2024s from the Ascent to the Outback. From the Forester to the Impreza and the all-new Crosstrek, a Subaru from Dewey will get you and your family where you need to go safely. Dewey Griffin Subaru. Community-minded, community-driven, and the only
11: Subaru-certified tire and service center in the area. Bellingham Cider Company with local craft beers and a locally sourced Pacific Northwest inspired menu. You might know them for their delicious variety of cider flavors like their spiced pumpkin, caramel apple and other seasonal flavors. But you'll also be amazed by their menu. Proudly sourcing their fresh food from local farms and businesses. Enjoy their in-house made ravioli, guajillo braised beef or delicata squash salad. They're well-known for their buttermilk brine chicken and waffles, but you'll also find juicy burgers made from Northwest raised beef. Or how about fresh coho salmon with roasted tomato chutney? You'll be amazed at the variety and selection of flavors from the kitchen. Dietary restrictions? No problem. Their menu provides a host of vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, and dairy options. The solar-powered, eco-friendly restaurant is stocked with a full bar, so you can enjoy your dinner and drinks with the best views of Bellingham Bay. Bellingham Cider Company, the place great ciders meet exceptional. Food with breathtaking views, everyone can enjoy. Find them at 205 Prospect or at BellinghamCider.com. Are you looking for an auto
3: shop that offers honest quality service? Hi, I'm Kirk, owner of Angler Automotive. At Angler Automotive, we strive to make sure that all of your automotive service needs are met. Angler Automotive provides the factory-recommended services that are required to maintain your vehicle's warranty. Angler Automotive, outstanding quality with honest, reliable service. Check us out online at anglerautomotive.com.
0: Taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464.
1: We're well, right back to the phones. Jim in Bellingham joins us. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you today? I'm doing well. What's on your mind? Well, let's see. I uh, pick up a couple of things
12: listening. Michelle uh, doesn't like the extreme left too much, but uh, I will point out um, a couple of things. One is that uh, there's a someone on MSNBC, who has been around there off and on, he's a kind of a businessman, Donnie Deutsch. But uh, I re- remember him saying a few years ago that he would rather see that Trump was president than vote for Bernie Sanders. So you can kind of get a, a glimpse of what the, you know, the, the so-called liberal media uh, really is all about. And I also would point out uh, to those of us designated as uh, extreme leftists, according to Michael Parenti, we actually want quite moderate civil things, you know, like uh, a clean environment, good paying jobs that you can live on, and uh, also stopping, you know, not only the environment, but the global warming and uh, probably other things as well, like uh, actual transportation system that wouldn't be so hell on earth, as I found out yesterday. And so uh, I also like to point out, I saw Joe Biden. Uh, he was making a speech. Uh, he met the Australian prime minister, I believe. And he talked about 52,000 jobs in the tech industry, I think. So those are the type of things that are generally pretty good. Uh, but I remember clearly Bill Clinton in uh, 2000, Uh, They were talking about how wonderful a president he was uh, because he created 20 million jobs in his tenure. And uh, so I always wondered that back then, too, is not only what kind of jobs were they, uh, but how many were lost during that period, too. So uh, that's never really talked about too much, except for people like Sean Hannity, who loved the uh, labor force participation, right, when he could criticize Obama – but never mentions it at all when uh, Biden, uh, or rather, yes, when Biden took over, or when Trump, excuse me, when Trump took over from Obama. Uh, So there's a lot of those statistics that kind of show we're in a steady downturn. Um, I was going to talk about other topics, but uh, I will say is Gore Vidal had an essay called Conglomerates in 1973, uh-huh. Uh and he points out this ITT, International Telephone and Telegraph.
1: Yeah, I uh, saw that book- on my board here, and that's what I said, uh, uh, International Telephone and Telegraph? Okay, go ahead. Yes, well,
12: anyway, his main point is that these ho- holding companies have transformed themselves into sovereign states, and I think we learned that at WTO. You remember the battle in Seattle? Uh, mm-hmm. And I've learned since then that the WTO, uh, they can actually override, like if Bellingham, Uh, was going to turn away a proposition they had for making money, then they could supersede that and override that. Uh, um, I think it's local, state, and national. Uh, But I I was thinking in terms like Portland. I think that was the example given that uh, Portland didn't want some sort of thing to come in and open up. or They they didn't want it to come in, but they were overridden by whoever the lawyers or whatever were on uh, uh, WTO. So anyway— I, I could go on and more, but we'll do it another day unless you want me to answer you back or whatever. So well,
1: I, I hear you, Jim. I appreciate it, your thoughts. and uh, yeah, Okay, I well, guess, thanks. You know, thanks you, for having me. You Yeah, you bet. And uh, multinational corporations, I guess, do function as sort of a – well, they're independent entities. I wouldn't call them states per se, but uh, they have their own self-interests, and they do what they can to influence uh, different uh, governments and – and to, uh, uh, benefit themselves. That's what, that's what they do. Uh, they do bring, bring some benefits as far as employment and, uh, and, uh, financial and economic rewards, but, um, uh, how far do you allow that to happen? And I mean, we're, you know, we're having that discussion here locally on a, a micro scale with a uh, shredder and what kind of industries do we want here in our community? What will we allow? And, like I said, we're not every. We don't want any everything to to move in. Um, but something you know that like this seems to make sense. But let's go to uh, Tim and Everson. Hi, Tim. Hi, Joe. How
13: are you doing today? Doing all right. Okay, that's good. So I want to make one quick comment. Rich was right that there were a lot. Of, there were hundreds of people that went to the rotunda, and they were. Jews in support of a ceasefire, and it was more of a cease uh, sit down. Okay, and they were kind of protesting for a ceasefire. But I think during booking, uh, three of them got arrested for uh, assaulting a police officer. So we'll leave that there. And now I'm okay. going to plead ignorance because I am I'm am embarrassed and somewhat ignorant, seeing as I had least Uh, property from the port of bellingham for a number of years now i thought that that the port of bellingham isn't it a separate entity from the city of bellingham yes so how much control does the city of bellingham have over the port of bellingham
1: I don't know that the city of Bellingham, to be honest, the the Port of Bellingham operates as it's as a separate entity. It's uh, you know you have politically uh, elected uh, or, or democratically elected uh, commissioners. Uh, they that who then appoint uh, the the head of the uh, of the port. That it's it's a it's a separate entity it's it's a quasi government slash business entity really because it's its main focus is to as i understand it is to um is to facilitate economic growth economic benefit uh for the port for the waterfront Uh, it uh, controls the airport controls you know it operates the the marina in blaine as well uh so it's
13: they they have a they have a they have a, I believe it's in their mission state or their mandate. And I had good and bad really mostly good, I will say that, with the Port of Bellingham. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have a mandate and a mission that they have to generate a profit.
1: That's, as I understand it, that is the goal. Or, yeah, to. Uh... And I don't know if it's to run a, or earn earn a profit so much as to uh, facilitate uh, bringing industry in and uh, and to create uh, the conditions for uh, economic benefit benefit ultimately. Um,
13: yeah, it's a little confusing to me because I don't understand why the this is. I guess this is my stupid question. Why is the isn't that shredder on port property? You
1: no, know, the shredder would be on oh. as I understand it the shredder itself would be on county property but the company would use port property to transport this stuff. That's what I understand is that the you know what is left then the the product and that the metal that could be recycled would then be hauled from their facility down to the waterfront where it would be then shipped out where to places where it could be processed. That's what I understand. So, so
13: where is the shredding actually occurring?
1: That's supposed to happen on this site. Uh, well, the plan is that it would happen on this site uh, just off Marine Drive. Over
13: Is that on city off, or port property?
1: That's on county property, as I understand. Oh. Property. Well, it's not county property. I believe it's private property, but it's within the the county. It's outside of the city limits. All right. So
13: it's not under the jurisdiction of of the port
1: or the city. That's why the county council was considering this moratorium. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's okay. as well as I can answer it at this point. But there <laughs> there are maybe others who are listening who are are more schooled in all this. But thanks, Tim. Yep. Bye. All right. We'll take a quick break. Be back with more. We got John on the line. We'll have plenty of time to take your call, too. 360 676 5464. For 77 years, DeWarden
10: Bodie has been the largest independent appliance and mattress retailer in Whatcom and Skagit counties. But being bigger isn't always better. Being better is better. That's why DeWarden Bodie doesn't only bring you the largest selection of appliances, the largest team of professional in house service technicians, and the largest fleet of delivery and installation teams. They bring you the absolute Best, The best reviewed and the most reliable major home appliances, barbecues, and mattresses from the industry's leading brands. They service the products they sell with factory certified technicians, keeping you covered with worry-free warranties up to five years. Plus, they offer professional delivery and installation, and they'll even haul away the old stuff. Shopping at DeWart & Bode means supporting local jobs and families. It also means supporting local charities through DeWart & Bode's Charity of the Month program. So when you shop here, you're making an Impact. Thank you for 77 years of continued support, Deward and Bodie. Your original local appliance store since 1946
5: your kitchen the heart of your home where you gather for conversation and enjoying time with friends and family is your kitchen tired well-loved in need of an update Westside building supplies extensive offering from canyon creek cabinet company can give you the kitchen you've always wanted the experience and friendly staff is ready to help from design to installation
7: My wife and I love to entertain and wanted an updated kitchen that met our needs. Shopping for new cabinets can feel overwhelming, and we really appreciate the way Tara listened to our needs, provided great insight, design options, and walked us through the entire process, offered suggestions for efficiency and function, and even emailed us a 3D image of what our new kitchen would look like. The installation was smooth and efficient. We love our new kitchen and would highly recommend Westside to anyone looking for new cabinets.
5: Reimagine your kitchen with Canyon Creek Cabinets from Westside. Stop in today on the guide in Linden and at westsidebuildingsupply.com.
11: Dedicated to service. Shining a light on local individuals, law enforcement, and groups giving back to our community. Brought to you by Neater House of Luxury in Bellingham.
5: Dedicated to Service congratulates Allied Arts of Watcom County upon their selection this year for the Community Impact Award. Allied Arts of Watcom County is one of nine honorees of the 2023 Governor's Arts and Heritage Awards, the highest honor bestowed by the Governor's Office for accomplishments in arts and culture. Active since 1979, the staff and volunteers of Allied Arts of Watcom County empower artists via events and gallery space, enrich schoolchildren through education outreach, and work as local liaisons to art and Enthusiasts of all ages. Congratulations to all, and thank you for your service to our community.
11: Dedicated to Service is brought to you by Neeter House of Luxury, with Bellingham's finest selection of jewelry, including GIA-certified diamonds and lab-grown diamonds, and custom design. Neeter House of Luxury, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, next to Lombardi's back patio.
0: We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects.
1: 360-676-5464. That we are, and we go right back to the phones, and John Inferndale joins us. Hi, John. Hey,
7: Joe. Uh, my apologies. I missed the first half of the show.
1: That's um, all i right. We'll I'll, accept your apology. But apologies.
7: I'll be able to to <laughs> hear it on the website exactly. after I hang up. There you go. And, you know, it is so great to you know to have that, and I thank you for that resource and for just being a fantastic host for years I mean, single-handedly stitching the county together like a quilt, conservatives and liberals and...
1: There we are. Yeah, they're kind of a patchwork, and I, I, I don't know how how much of a seamstress I am or a, a tailor or what have you. But uh, thanks, John. Appreciate maybe that. you're
7: more like like a shepherd, and and some of the sheep, you know, <laughs> you, you can you can coax with your voice to to go the right way. Others, maybe, maybe you got to smack them with a the staff, <laughs> um, <laughs> or, or poke first, them with a needle. First, first a good- yeah. First, the good news. Okay. Um, yeah, there's been this huge breakthrough from NASA, the solid-state battery program, right, where it doesn't use that uh, highly volatile liquid you know, polymer, which, like, if you overcharge the battery, it'll explode. If you puncture it, it'll explode. So, uh, you know, like the, the standard NICAD batteries. So these are much safer batteries, and they are, like, half the weight, less than half the weight, and twice the power. Yeah, just this amazing. NASA yeah. solid state batteries. Okay. Like you can puncture them, you, you know, if you're in a car and you get into a wreck, you know, uh, if and those cells get get ruptured, they won't burst in into flames. That's fantastic. Um and you Un- know, unlike a gas of tank too, I would back. have
1: to say, you know, I mean, we have to remember we're all driving around if you've got a gas powered car, we're driving around with a ticking, you know, the potential The potential, uh, well, Pinto thing, you know, going on there. So, anyway.
7: Well, you know, interestingly, the Pinto was supposed to have this material inside it called Explosive, which they used in the fuel tanks of the attack helicopters, which were getting hit a lot in Vietnam. Mm. And it's like a mesh material that's inert to gasoline. They're supposed to put it in the Pinto tanks. And when they said, like, well, we can save money if we don't.
1: Mm. But
7: we engineered this so that, yeah. Um, But anyway... Let's talk about our good friend, Mark Meadows, okay. the former president's chief of staff, who after I got off the phone yesterday, because, you know, they call them flippers. I mean, they're just uh, you got Sidney Powell, uh, you know, and uh, uh, Jenna Ellis, who is leaning on Giuliani, who will be the next to flip. He's got nowhere to go. But something that Rich said yesterday really piqued my interest. He was when, when we're talking about Sidney Powell flipping um You know, she's the the release, the Kraken lady. Well, the thing is, she never had any evidence. The evidence that she brought to Maria Bartiromo about, you know, her theories about um, Italian thermostats that were uh, connected to the Internet somehow infiltrating the voting. You know, it's all with the ghost of Hugo, Hugo Chavez sprinkled in. It was it was from this anonymous person who didn't have any expertise and later on in the email showed breaks with reality and psychotic writing where, you know, I mean, it, it, and anyway, there's never been any evidence, Rich. And and look at a guy like like Mark Meadows. He went so far out there on the limb. He's got to saw himself off now. He has to renounce the book that he just put out last year about his biography, you know, saying, oh, yes, we're we're defending the democracy by by stopping the steal. But there never was a steal. That's the thing. That's a fundraising thing. And Mark Meadows is going to testify that they knew after the Supreme Court decided and we're not going to hear it. You lost. Go away. Like, have you know, I just wish that Trump supporters and Trump himself have some dignity. Everyone wins. Everyone loses. And it's how you it's it's how you deal with that reality. I mean, you know, you ever played somebody in a game of chess and they they throw the board up in the air? That's what Trump is like. And anyway, so, um, yeah. And and so, you know, that if Mark Meadows is cooperating with Fonnie Willis, like, you know, like uh, what we've heard, he's also cooperating with Jack Smith
1: on the national level. And it's like I I said, well, we'll he see. is the
7: linchpin because he was the chief of staff.
1: Okay, well we'll we'll see so how that all plays out. For- all right, all right, John, we'll see how that all plays out. Obviously, this uh, will, will continue, and I, I hesitate to try to predict the future uh, when it comes to uh, legal issues or uh, sporting events. That's why I really don't bet, although. Um, I did take part in a in a fantasy league this season uh but uh that's a, to the the great extent that uh I've gone into the the betting realm because I I just I'm I've, I've never been good at trying to predict the future and whenever I have tried I've generally come out wrong so there you go but uh as far as uh, all that uh, will like we'll like I said we'll we'll see how things play out uh I did see this uh And we do have time for your call still if you want to chime in here on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. We've got a few minutes. But um, I saw this Gallup poll found uh, that uh, a majority of Americans, 54%, say the government is trying to do too many things that should be left to individuals and businesses. Of course, this breaks down uh, by party or non-party. I guess I should add, uh, but seventy-eight uh, percent of Republicans say yes, government tries to do too much or is doing too much, and this has uh, varied. Uh, it's currently at seventy-eight percent, but uh, back, I guess this would have been as I'm looking at this graph, back uh, during the Obama years, probably right you know, during the the height of the of the uh, the attempts to. Rescue our economy from the Great Recession. It was uh, even higher. I mean, up pushing up there, uh, you know, well over eighty percent of Republicans. But uh, as far as Independents, say fifty-six percent say government trying to do too much. Twenty-one percent of re- Democrats, however, say uh, the government's trying to do too much. Seventy-five percent of Democrats say the government should do more. Forty percent of Independents say the government should do more. Eighteen percent of Republicans say the government should do more. Uh, but you know what I suspect is that this depends on what aspect of the government that the 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 the, uh, the, the poll re, uh, respondent is is thinking about. Yeah, you know, if if you ask them, you know, uh, you know, should the government be sending you a, a social so social security check or or a benefit something that benefits you? Uh, we probably, as individuals, say, yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. But what about this that doesn't benefit you but benefits the person down the street? now that's no, it's just a big waste of money. But uh, well, real quick, we got a few minutes. Let's go to Ed over on Sandwich Island. Hi, Ed. Good afternoon, Joe. Good to have you. Thank
14: you. I guess good to be on the air. I'm still mostly a gas bag, and here we go. <laughs> okay. My goodness, I've heard people complaining about socialism and communism and they ask you where has it worked where has it worked and i don't hear you
1: give a good answer okay oh, they you, you expect me to well i think you know what what i don't think that a purely socialist government is what we would aspire to i think i think a hybrid to one degree or another is what tends to work the best between socialism and capitalism. Yeah, exactly. That's what we have. That's Uh what
14: we have. And just real quick, Bill, no one argues that capitalism generates wealth. The question is how to distribute it. The market alone won't do it. I ask your conservative callers to respond to that. Okay. And as to where has socialism worked, I don't know if it ever has, but... If you'll open your New Testament and read the second chapter of the book of Acts, by golly, all of Jesus' disciples held everything in common. Mm. What do you make of that?
1: Mm, interesting. I, I guess the, the, they, they found that that, was, that worked pretty well. The, uh, one of our early communes, I guess. Well, probably not the earliest. You had to think the human beings probably... Uh, survived in a communal kind of uh, uh, arrangement very, very early in our existence. But thanks, Ed. I appreciate it because I'm and I'm out of time. I got a caller coming in right now, but we'll get to you tomorrow for sure. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. Remember the number. It's KGMI connects, and uh, we'll take your calls and ideas and yeah. As far as socialism working, I, th- I mean, democratic socialism. If you look at European countries, by and large, they are doing okay, Uh, those that uh, lean toward a more socialist arrangement than we have here. But still, I think uh, a a controlled economy uh, is not going to serve its population well overall. So once again, I, I depart from my most liberal friends and that arena too but hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday we will be back tomorrow 4 o'clock KG My Connects
6: Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866-733-5111. Paid
11: political announcement.
8: This is Sheriff Bill Elfo. For the past 25 years, I've worked to keep our community safe. To do my job, I've needed help from leaders like Whatcom County Council member Kathy Kirchner. I've worked closely with Kathy during her 8 years on the council. Her leadership and dedication to public safety as the number one purpose of local government is unparalleled. Kathy is a strong, steadied, principled leader with a deep understanding of the complex issues we face. Her work resulted in more deputies in the community, which means deputies reach people who need help faster. Councilmember Kirshner has my complete support. If community safety is important to you, vote. Kathy Kirshner for County Council District 4 by November 7th.
6: Hi, I'm Kathy Kirshner. Thank you for your decades of service to our community, Sheriff Elfo. It's been an honor to work with you keeping Whatcom County safe.
0: Paid for by Vote Kathy Kirshner. The voice of Northwest Washington for over 90 years. KGMI and KISM HD2 Bellingham. From the West Mechanical Studios.